And welcome back to the Engage 8 podcast. We're going to be going through the top 10 quarterbacks and then some outliers according to 24-7 on what guys, where they're going next season, what quarterbacks are going where and everything. Uh, we're going to be starting out with our boy, Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman played at Wake Forest for the past, what, five years of his career? Was a three-star as a prospect according to 24-7 Sports, 21-ranked pro-style quarterback, eighth in South Carolina. Right now, he was the number one QB in the transfer portal rankings, fifth overall. Six, six foot and a half, 186. Uh, take a look at his stats. We're not going to be looking at game film, but if you really intrigued, go watch the game film. Sam Hartman's one of those guys that I encourage to go watch the game film on because he was, I mean, he had A.T. Perry, but I mean, man, he was something special at Wake Forest. Wake Forest didn't, would not have had as much success without this guy. Imagine they had Kenneth Walker, too. That would have been crazy, but... Uh, you know, his, his last two seasons have been really good. He didn't play as much last year. He took the first couple of weeks off because of personal matters, but still, I mean, he's a phenomenal quarterback. He's going to Notre Dame, Notre Dame. I mean, Tommy Reese left Marcus Freeman entering his second year as the head coach. Ty Buckner transfers out because Sam, that's Sam Hartman's job now. And Ty Buckner might now go be the starting quarterback at Alabama, which we can get into. And, you know, when I still get through, I'm still trying to get through all these spring games, collect my thoughts, write them all down about teams that going into next season. I know I did Ohio State and Michigan State, but I want to be a little bit more collective, possess more thoughts, take a few more notes on teams. But, I mean, this guy... He's gonna. He could be doing something special at that place. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I like. I like Sam Hartman. Think he's a really good quarterback. But yeah, uh, next guy, Devin Leary. Devin Leary uh, did not play as much last year, but if you go look at his junior season, or not his junior, the 2021 season, because you know all these quarterbacks just have like endless amount of eligibility. As I pull up his stats. So last year, he gets hurt in the middle of the season. They start playing guys like Mo Morris and end up getting down to their four-string quarterback, which uh, you don't want to have happen necessarily as an ideal coach. But take a look at his 2021 season. 283 for 431, 65 completion percentage, 3,433 yards on eight yards per attempt with 35 touchdowns and five interceptions with a 157 rating. That's something that you really can't beat. Uh, he's going to Kentucky, going to fill Lil Levis' spot. Uh Mark Stoops, yeah, that's his name. Uh, I mean, he's getting a really good quarterback. They got a ton of explosive playmakers on the outside on that Kentucky team. We'll be able to also see, you know, what they possess when we get to them. You know, we got until August 26th to talk about all these teams. That's 90-something days. We got it. I think that might be 100. So I my plan is to get through all the Power 5 teams, and then if there's a group of five team that I'm really intrigued to see this upcoming season or – something in that regard then we'll talk about it but we're gonna try to get through every power five team at the bare minimum but like like i said devin leary i mean if this kid doesn't get hit hurt for nc state people are calling this team like i mean there's there's some homers out there and guys like big game boomer you know saying that oh he nc state's gonna be a gonna be a college football playoff team he also thought that utah was gonna be a college football playoff team as well which I mean, if they don't lose some games, I mean, they beat USC twice, so USC is a good football team. I think this NC State team would have had more team success if this kid stays healthy throughout the season, but now that he's moving on and going to Kentucky, stuff's about to get different there. 
Uh, Got to keep going back to this. Go on top. Number three guy, Hudson Card. Back up to Quinn Ewers, man. I mean, Quinn Ewers, he's a special player. Don't really, uh, no, nothing really else to say other than that. Uh, was a four star out of four star out of high school. Number four dual threat. Number ten Texas seventy nationally. That was he is currently a junior. He's going to Purdue. Purdue. They just lost Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell ended up getting drafted to. Uh, I forget what team, but I know he ended up get. He's at least on an NFL team right now. Will he be in the coming months? We'll see. But I mean, he doesn't really have anything possessed to too much in his career stats. I mean, this past season when he came in, he came in in that Alabama game. So there's that. But I mean, 75 for 108, 69 completion percentage, 928 yards, 8.6 yards per attempt, six touchdowns, one interception with a 158 quarterback rating. I mean, he's a decent dual threat. I don't think he possesses too much with his legs, to be honest. I don't think that's going to be something that you're going to see too much at Purdue. I don't think he's an explosive guy like a Jade Milrow is. We'll talk about Alabama in the near future. Uh, as you can see, a tab's pulled up. But I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be a good Big Ten West. He might be the best quarterback in the Big Ten West. Him or um, Malik Kanaliklix. Uh, I forget the quarterback from Minnesota. I mean, there's Jeff Sims too. There's a bunch of guys on this in the Big Ten West that have solid quarterbacks. I don't think Cade McNamara is gonna be up there. Whoever Northwestern throws that quarterback, I don't think they're gonna be up there. Iowa's quarter or no, not Iowa. Uh, what's what's other Big Ten? Ah, uh, Tanner Mordecai could actually be up there too. I, I believe he's in this top ten list. But I mean. Hudson Card, I mean, he hasn't really been given a fair opportunity. He had Casey Thompson over him in 2021. Casey Thompson ended up transferring out because they have this guy named Quinn Ewers comes in. Casey Thompson goes to Nebraska, and then Casey Thompson deals with a bunch of injuries, and Jeff Sim transfers in also to Nebraska, and Casey Thompson says, I'm leaving, and he's going to FAU, going to Boca Raton. So there's that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm actually really intrigued to see this uh, – Hudson Card play out for the Boilermakers this season. Boiler Boilermakers always seem to have a pretty good passing offense through the past couple of years, so we'll see. Shador Sanders, okay. Uh, this is a very interesting situation. So, plays at Jackson State last year for his dad. Comes in, he's coming into Colorado. Well, I've watched their spring game tape. I just haven't gotten a chance to record an episode yet because i've been taking a look at a couple other things like who's on the roster who's transferring in and out because they they it's a whole chaotic situation there in boulder but four star number four quarterback in the transfer portal ranking so it's 37th quarterback out of high school trinity christian pretty well-known high school in texas take a look i'm wondering if they do have his stats on here i honestly did not look hmm oh probably because i can't spell his name right <laughs> what oh shador sanders T jackson state tigers well now he's on colorado obviously i think they need to switch that but yeah i mean it's two seasons at jackson state he's been phenomenal i get it it's lower competition you know it's an fcs level team but i don't i mean looking at his tape and i mean looking at him in the spring game like he's a very mature quarterback 
Like, he has the possibility of getting drafted this season. I think that's a huge possibility. And, I mean, the back 12, I mean, until USC, USC and UCLA, they're in their last years. But that league's still going to be good with Oregon, Washington, Oregon State. I think Washington State could be a solid team to come around for a few years. Utah, Utah's an awesome team. Shout out Kyle Wodingham. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Shador... He's good. He's a smart quarterback. He knows what reads to make. He knows what he needs to do with his feet sometimes. He knows when to throw that deep ball. He's going to always have playmakers around him because if you're, you're a guy, you're going to be like, yeah, I want to go play with Shador. I'm going to get so much spotlight at Colorado. Like They're going to get a bunch of big-time guys. What the offensive line is going to – how he reads uh, like blitzes, a better pass rush when he's playing at higher competition in Colorado might not have the best offensive lineman considering it is their first year and a lot of – First-year offensive lineman, they don't get to build up in this scheme from Colorado. We'll see what happens. I mean, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a big test for sure. But I'm excited to see Shador, man. Shador Shador is gonna ball, bro. That that's for sure. Uh, number five, Colin Schleil. Honestly, didn't know him until he entered the transfer portal back in around or when he committed to UCLA back in like January February time. Uh, he was the number thirtieth pro style quarterback out of his class which uh what year did he hmm i don't know what year did he go so he committed so he signed 2018 so he's class of 2019 okay uh 13th player in maryland fifth ranked quarterback i mean i i haven't honestly seen too much on colin shield so but i know enough to where Okay, can I actually just not spell his name? Struggling here today, guys. Not Colin Sexton. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> Kent State was solid this year. They gave Georgia a bunch of trouble. They gave Georgia a bunch of trouble in their game. Uh, he really didn't play till last year. In two two sixty six attempts, he had a fifty nine completion percentage for two thousand one hundred yards, seven point nine yards per attempt, thirteen touchdowns, five interceptions. He's got he's got dual threat ability. Which, I mean, will he even start for UCLA next year? Or are they going to have Dante Moore come in and come play for them? That's something we don't know. But I will say he has produced enough numbers to show. And I guess we got to watch UCLA spring game too and see what's going on in that whole regard. But still, I mean. He's a pretty good, he's, he seems like a solid quarterback. You know what, let's pull up some film on Colin Shield. Actually, nah, we'll, I'll take a look in my spare time. Or, I guess, we could take a look. No, 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 because this is a podcast. This ain't a whole YouTube episode. We'll save that for a different time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'll take some looks and look at some stuff on him. He's not someone that's been on my radar. We don't want receivers. Uh, Walker Howard, uh, transferred out of LSU, freshman. I mean, yeah, that LSU room, they got Nussmeyer and they got Jaden Daniels. And Jaden Daniels is stating for another year. Whether they use Nussmeyer or use Jaden Daniels, we don't know. That's something that's not going to really be uh, coming forward for us. But what I will say is he's 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 got a tough reloaded room at Ole Miss he may not play this year he's a solid quarterback I've seen some stuff on him he seems pretty decent but you also got Spencer Sanders and you also have Jackson Dart Jackson Dart probably deserves to be the starting quarterback again Jackson Dart was 
one of my favorite players to watch last year in the first six weeks. Now, when they actually got into SEC play and, you know, the tough gauntlet of that schedule, he didn't show up as much. That was more the Zach Evans and Quinshawn Judkins show and didn't really perform too well under the lights. They struggled against lower level D1 teams, FBS, but still, I mean, give this kid a shot. There's going to be uh there's going to be minimal room for error in that Ole Miss quarterback room, and they're going to need to have people step up right behind them if people don't perform at the plate. But there's a whole summer to still go through. Game's not for three months. See what happens. Uh, number seven, Brennan Armstrong. You know, he's going to NC State now. They definitely need a quarterback. The only quarterback that really showed any promise for me was Bo Morris. Uh, I thought he was a solid quarterback. Uh, Brennan Armstrong was the number one 21 duels, dual threat prospect quarterback out of his class, which if we take a look, would be 2018? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, it's his last year most likely unless he has the Sean Clifford eligibility role, which he might. <laughs> Sorry, I love making jokes. But I mean... I've seen some stuff. He didn't play great last year. That's for sure. But if I mean, if you look at his 2020 and 2021 seasons, bet definitely the best production he's put up over his career, especially that 2021 season. I mean, people thought Brennan Armstrong were gonna be was a sleeper to be like not a Heisman candidate, but probably an O'Brien candidate. I mean, the numbers the numbers were great. I mean, maybe clean up the interceptions, but last season is just not who I think who he was. And I mean, that Tony Elliott ran program was terrible last year, and they also had other things off the field that got in the way of football. So you got to also take that into account as well. But still, I think Brendan Armstrong, he's getting a clean slate at NC State. He's got a ball out for his last year. He's probably hoping to get drafted. He's definitely got the tools. I mean, he's what, 6'2", 215? He's got a little bit of dual threat ability too, but I mean, if he could just show that he really wants to, if he really just ups his poise, I think, I think that's the best thing for Brendan Armstrong upping his poise, showing why, you know, maybe he's worth a third round pick at, I, I think that's probably a ceiling as of right now, but we shall see. Tanner Mordecai, one of my favorite players to watch last year. Uh, at SMU, if you go watch that Houston, yeah, what was it? Houston SMU game. That game was phenomenal to watch. Number th- 11 dual threat quarterback out of his class. I'm assuming he's the class of 2018. He transfers from Oklahoma to SMU because he doesn't get playing time at Oklahoma because he's behind guys like Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. So he said, hey, I'm going to get I'm gonna get up and out of here, which, I mean, I would have too to be honest. And then, I mean, last year when they had Dylan Gabriel, he transferred last year, right? Oh no, he transferred 2020. Never mind. Okay. So this, yeah, that was Spencer Rattler, Caleb Williams. Spencer Rattler transfers to South Carolina. Caleb Williams tra- transfers to USC. And then they have Dylan Gabriel from UCF. Yeah. UCF transfer in, which if you don't know UCF's starting quarterback right now, uh, John Rice probably he's phenomenal if you he pops up on your tiktok for you page remember the name bro's a stud he, he shows up to the spring he shows up from his baseball game to the spring game on a golf cart on campus 
And then, like, it's just crazy. He's a solid quarterback, too. UCF was fun to watch last year. But anyways, yeah, Tanner Mordecai, I mean, he was really good at SMU. Uh, especially last year. I mean, he's not necessarily going to be someone that's going to put up very, uh, very appealing numbers in some games. But, I mean, when he hit, when he's on, bro, he's on. I mean, his 2021 was awesome, too. Both these years. I mean, 30-plus touchdowns with only 12 picks or less. I mean, 150-plus rating, above 65 completion percentage. I mean, there is nothing to complain. Eight yards per attempt. He's not much of a dual threat guy. That's fine. You don't need that out of a quarterback, especially if you're going to Wisconsin, because if, you, if you've seen the quarterback that's been lining up under center for them the past two years, it's definitely an upgrade. I mean, there's a reason why he's going to Florida, and he still might not win the job at Florida. I'm talking about Graham Mertz here. But, I mean, he he's going to definitely uh, need to, uh, I don't know, that 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 Wisconsin team, I, I can't wait to really take a deep dive into them, because... You got Braylon Allen, which is one of the best running backs in the nation. He should be one of the best running backs in the nation next year. He'll probably get drafted. He probably will go to the draft next year. He's going to be a part of that Melvin Gordon, Jonathan Taylor. He's going to be a part of that conversation of great Wisconsin running backs, or he should. His freshman year was awesome. Last year, Wisconsin was a little shaky. Uh, I think it's due to uh, their quarterback. In, I mean, their head coach got fired midseason, too. So you got to also take a look at from that perspective. But with Luke Fickle, probably a top 10, top 15 coach in the nation. You get Phil Longo, who just made Drake Litmay look like an absolute stud. And this kid's, what, 23, 24? Like, and he's proven to be good at a high level, too. He's gonna he's gonna say he's gonna be a recipe for success as long as they got receivers to throw to, which they should. It's Wisconsin, they recruit, even though they don't get the best rated recruits or the best national recruits they're going to get guys that they can get to throw the ball to they're going to have good tight ends too they're going to have a really good offensive line and they're, they're going to be an all-around solid team next year and i can't wait for it for when they win the big 10 i'm gone right now you heard it here first gj podcast <laughs> uh yeah i mean i might sound a little bit overconfident but guess what i don't really care oh oh this next guy dj Uyugle. Oh, man. Wait, what? Okay, so number one rated pro prospect out of the country. Still ninth on the transfer portal. This guy, man. Uh, okay. I was a DJ believer at first. I'm not going to lie with you. I, I'm not going to be one of those people that are like, oh, yeah, I didn't believe in DJ. Because if you look at his game at Notre Dame during the COVID season, even though they didn't win in the regular season, he played a, he he played a really good game. You know what? We'll pull it up. At least from my my memory. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. Maybe you'd be like, nah, you you tripping, bro. But pull up the game log. Load you slow thing. Yeah, I mean, twenty nine for forty four for four hundred thirty nine yards and sixty five completion percentage, two touchdowns, one hundred sixty four eighty nine QBR. And he goes to have a great game the next week against Boston College, too. They still have a really close game. Why? I don't know. I mean, they had Travis Etienne and a bunch of other guys. Justin Ross, you know. They they had a bunch of players, too. They shouldn't be playing that close with teams. But, like like I said, I, I had high promise from this guy coming out of uh, his 2020 season. Took out his 2021. 2021, way worse than this year. We can all agree on that. 
and we don't want to look at all the games because it's just embarrassing. But yeah, I mean, definitely the one of the worst years last year from a Clemson quarterback, and probably it's probably the worst Clemson quarterback in a long time. So I mean, because he had Deshaun Watson, then Trevor Lawrence. So yeah, DJ. I mean, he played bad last year. Still didn't really have any downfield. He did the thing with DJU is his downfield ability did has not shown since his sophomore year or his freshman year, whatever. When Cade Klubnik comes in the game and looks the same and can just do the same thing with the tools that are in front of him and win the ACC championship game, they won that game, right? I'm not just going crazy. Mm, 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 mm. yeah let me just fact check yeah they won that game pretty convincingly too that's what i thought what happened just let me have my minute <laughs> but i mean like he was i just don't think he was a clemson quarterback either he's from the west coast and he just really like he's gonna be a good oregon state quarterback he's not gonna have to do too much oregon state's a very disciplined and they're the Iowas of the Pac-12. Uh, that's the best way to describe them. They're a solid football team that plays really safe. 6'4", 251. I mean, he's still got a chance to get drafted, too. Don't let that put him past him. So, I don't know. He's got the tools. All he needs to do is refine his mechanics, uh, get into a new relationship with different coaching staff. But we'll, we'll see what happens with him. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty entertained at the idea of him going to Oregon State. I thought it was really random, especially because his brother committed to Oregon. But, and then the last guy we got, Spencer Sanders. Love this kid. Probably, honestly, I take him over Jackson Dart right now. He's in his last year. No, I don't want to do a survey. Uh, yeah, I mean... Oklahoma State, the first seven weeks of the season last year, was a treat to be a part of. I'll say that. Bro, Spencer Sanders is better than that stupid pitcher for the freaking Tigers. <coughs> I'm sorry. Tigers are the most inconsistent team ever. Like, he's a, good, he's a really good... Oh, what the heck? And only pay for what I need. Now I'm in charge. Okay. Well, Introducing I'm... my plan from Verizon. You get exactly. No. Okay. We're not gonna listen to that. Uh, let me go back to that. Jeez. This is like one-on-one podcasting right here. It's okay. All right. Let's try this again. Yeah. I mean, great dual threat. Probably his best season. Uh, you know, let me say this. He's not the greatest statistical passer, but he makes important passes throughout games. And that Oklahoma State team, he's going to thrive better in an Ole Miss situation. You get better talent, better running backs. It's just better everything. All you got to do is just show up and go play. I mean, obviously, easier said than done. You can't just like you know show up to Ole Miss be like, yeah, I'm the starting quarterback. But... I don't know, man. Spencer Sanders, he, he's very appealing to watch on tape. I'll say that. Uh, other guys, as we wrap this up, to look at, Jess Sims is a guy that's going to be really, I think he's going to be really good. Um, I liked him at Georgia Tech from what I saw from him. He's going to do good things at Nebraska. Matt Rule, first season. 
Gets pretty good quarterbacks on his hands. Um, there's a reason why Scott Frost got fired. Luke Altmeyer. Tommy DeVito's back next year, I'm assuming. So that's going to be interesting to see that situation play out, I guess. I guess we're going to have to keep up on the Illini football for Tom Fernelli. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to be a good team. They, I mean, yeah, they, they, they get, they're going to be, they're going to be a defensive unit next year. I feel like that's going to be what they're known for. Uh, Nick Evers is a guy that I saw, I liked when I initially saw him. He was one of the early enrollees. He also went to Wisconsin. He'll probably be the two. He's only a freshman. So Malik Hornsby was easy, was really weird to see enter the portal. Uh, Caden Slovis going to BYU. That could be a good fit there, especially because they just had Jaron Hall leave. Cade McNamara to Iowa. A lot of people are praising this. Be like, oh my God, Cade's going to go be the next. He's going to be the greatest Iowa quarterback ever. Like, that's probably not a compliment, to be honest. But, I mean, last year at eligibility, man, let's see what he does. I mean, he, he led that Michigan team. He was the quarterback for that team that went to the college football playoff for the first time in that school's history. So, will he do it with Iowa? No, he won't. <laughs> uh drew pine i mean he played for notre dame when tyler buckner got hurt last year see what happens with that but i don't know he's going to arizona state it's gonna be him and Jaden rashada so see what see what that ben bryant going to northwestern i, I mean i i guess tyler buckner to alabama i'll debrief more about that at a different time in the near future Okay, Jack Plummer to Louisville is something that really intrigues my mind. Louisville, they just lose Millie Cunningham. They get a new head coach in Jeff Brown from Purdue. Jeff Brown just had Aaron O'Connell, who was really successful in the, his offense. I mean, they had Charlie Jones and uh, what's his face? What's the receiver? Uh, David Bell. But Jack Plummer, baby. Go watch his Cal tape. Look at his stats. He, he's a good quarterback. Phil Yurkovich. Pretty good quarterback out of Boston College. He's going to Pitt now. Uh, Casey Thompson to FAU. I mean, he's going really low. He's going to a lower level. Probably shine. You should. He's a good quarterback. Uh, oh, Peyton Thorne. Peyton Thorne. We have beef, my brother. I'm sorry. Whatever. I would know what, honestly, I wish nothing for him for the best at Auburn because uh, Robbie Ashford. He's going to go take that spot, boy. Uh, ben Findley, he was one of the backup quarterbacks for NC State. Going to play at Cal now. Going to go fill that uh, Jack Plummer role, maybe. Haynes King. Haynes King. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Not very good at Texas A&M, to be honest. There's a reason why Weigman was preferred over him. And well, let's go see what he does at Georgia Tech under Brent Key, I guess. Uh, is there any other noticeable names? Chance Nolan, he was a good quarterback for Oregon. He's going to TCU now. Emory Jones, he's going to Cincinnati from Arizona State. Oh, Jack Tuttle, you played like a whole like three snaps in your career. All right, there's nothing really else. All right, so that's that's going to be about the quarterbacks. If I had to do my own rankings, uh, I'll assess that for another time. I'll do my transfer portal rankings probably in june in june plates month you know all right thank you for watching this episode uh yeah stay tuned for the next one